If you are hoping to gain muscle mass or if you're utilizing strength training in your exercise program, protein is critical to include after a workout so that you have the amino acids that your muscles need to repair muscle damage and to grow. Incorporating protein after a workout will help begin muscle protein synthesis. In addition, research shows that specifically when overall intake of carbohydrate is low, such as in a typical bariatric diet, pairing protein to your carbohydrates after exercise also helps increase rates of muscle glycogen synthesis, which helps to accelerate recovery from intense exercise. If you aren't eating enough protein, it will make it much more difficult to see muscle gains and you can experience more prolonged muscle soreness and swelling after exercise sessions. Hi, welcome to the Active Bariatric Nutrition Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Tirapelli, a bariatric sports dietitian, and I help post-bariatric clients achieve their fitness goals through better nutrition and addressing the problems that come from typical bariatric and sports nutrition advice that just don't work for an active bariatric lifestyle. Hey there, welcome to episode three of the Active Bariatric Nutrition Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Tirapelli. I'm really excited today to talk all about recovery nutrition. In episode two of the podcast, I discussed pre-workout nutrition, so if you haven't listened to that episode yet, please go back and do that and then come on back in here to this episode. Today's information will build on that and will help complete the full picture so that you know what to eat both before and after a workout to get the most out of it and help you reach your training and fitness goals. In today's episode, we will discuss why recovery nutrition is so important to help you reach your goals, and you will learn the three R's of recovery refuel, repair, and rehydrate, and we will discuss sample meals and snacks to meet those guidelines. So let's dive in. Why is recovery nutrition so important to you reaching your goals after bariatric surgery? So when we exercise, we are using our muscle glycogen stores to fuel our movements. Muscle glycogen is a fancy name for stored carbohydrates in our muscles. And remember, carbohydrate means sugar. This carbohydrate source must then be replenished so that we can be ready to push hard at our next workout. Without refueling with carbohydrates after a workout, you will feel more fatigued in that next workout. You will also be at increased risk for both illness and injury over the course of your training. If you are hoping to gain muscle mass or if you're utilizing strength training in your exercise program, protein is critical to include after a workout so that you have the amino acids that your muscles need to repair muscle damage and to grow. Incorporating protein after a workout will help begin muscle protein synthesis. In addition, research shows that specifically when overall intake of carbohydrate is low, such as in a typical bariatric diet, Pairing protein to your carbohydrates after exercise also helps increase rates of muscle glycogen synthesis, which helps to accelerate recovery from intense exercise. If you aren't eating enough protein, it will make it much more difficult to see muscle gains and you can experience more prolonged muscle soreness and swelling after exercise sessions. Also, focusing on fluids and electrolytes is important in the recovery window. You will want to replace both the fluid and electrolytes you are losing in your sweat to prevent dehydration and fatigue. We will discuss exactly how much to drink today to rehydrate adequately from your workout. So let's get more into the specifics of recovery nutrition and the three R's of recovery. Refuel, repair, and rehydrate. Hopefully these three R's will help you to remember exactly what to include in your post-workout window. After a workout, we are aiming to replenish the following three things. 
carbohydrates, protein, and fluids with electrolytes. We will also discuss today the sample meals and snacks so that we can reach these recommendations. So the first R of recovery nutrition is refuel. We have to refuel with carbohydrates. As the main energy source in a workout, our body is using our muscle glycogen stores, and therefore, to be able to exercise frequently, you will need to replace these stores. In high-intensity workouts, or if you are working out more than one time per day, or you have less than eight hours in between sessions or competition, such as like in a tournament setting, it is really important to focus on incorporating carbohydrates in that recovery window to refuel the glycogen stores in your muscles so that they're ready for that next workout or competition. Ideally, we want to aim to begin this refueling window within the first two hours after your workout. When working with bariatric athletes, I recommend to my clients to consume at least 30 grams of carbohydrate in those first two hours after your workout. That may be in a meal, it could be in a snack, but it'll be really important to get that in as soon as we can after the workout. Again, it's really important if you're working out more than once a day or you have that less than eight hours um, in between your sessions. So we want to get those carbohydrates in as quickly as we can. So Remember, we want to refuel with carbohydrates in our post-workout meal or snack, and we want to aim for 30 grams of carbohydrate in those first two hours after your workout. So what foods have carbohydrates? Just as a refresher, in case you're not familiar, let's just go over that. Uh, Foods that are rich in carbohydrates include fruits, so any kind of fruit that you enjoy, vegetables, whole grains or complex carbohydrates such as oatmeal, brown rice, quinoa, whole grain pasta or bread, sweet potatoes, beans, dairy products like yogurt. And later we're going to go over specific examples of how much to eat of these items to reach that 30 grams of carbohydrate. So the second R of recovery is repair. We want to repair our muscles that can be damaged during high-intensity workouts or from weightlifting sessions, for example. This is where protein comes into play. To stimulate muscle protein synthesis and see muscle gains, you will want to incorporate at least 20 to 30 grams within the first two hours after exercise and at each meal thereafter. As a bariatric athlete, since our focus is already around eating proteins food first at each meal, um, this should be part of our normal routine. Incorporating this dose of protein at each meal will help reduce muscle soreness, increase muscle gains, and improve recovery. So to review, where can we find protein foods? So animal sources such as chicken, turkey, pork, beef, seafood, dairy products, you know, uh, for example, you know, yogurt, cottage cheese, cheese, milk, eggs, beans and lentils, soy-based products, and you can, of course, find also protein in um your protein supplements like protein powders, whey protein powder, uh, plant-based protein powders. And you can even find small amounts of protein in nuts, nut butters, and seeds, but these are primarily uh, heart-healthy fats. So you can get some protein in those foods, but um, they're primarily providing you with heart-healthy fat. So those are all going to be great sources of protein. And I know because you're a bariatric athlete, you're probably very well versed in foods that are rich in protein. Um, But just as a reminder, that's where we're going to find our protein sources. So what's the third R of recovery? Well, the third R is rehydrate. Replacing sweat losses during exercise is critical in preventing dehydration. As a bariatric athlete, you know that you're already at an increased risk of dehydration due to the fact that you have to separate your food and drink by 30 minutes, which somewhat limits overall intake. 
In addition, depending upon where you are from when you had the surgery, the amount you can sip at each time may be lesser than a non-bariatric athlete. The good news is, is that over time, we will be able to sip more at one time, but initially in those first, you know, first year or so, it is going to be a little bit more difficult to get um, more fluid in. Just makes it a little bit more challenging with the timing and the amount that we can sip. Most surgical centers do recommend um, to, uh, patients to reach at least 64 ounces of fluids per day after surgery. Um, but remember, this doesn't take into account the amount of fluid that you're losing in your sweat from your workouts. So we have to make sure we're rehydrating um, with what we're losing from sweat. So let's talk about how to know how much to rehydrate with. So to determine how much to drink to replace our fluid losses, it is important um, that you know how much you're losing in each workout. So how do we understand that? You can check your uh, weight before and after the workout. So for example, you can weigh yourself ahead of the workout. Let's say you weighed 150 pounds pre-workout, and then after your workout, you weighed yourself again and you weighed 148 pounds. We can estimate that you lost approximately two pounds of fluid from that workout. So one pound equals about 16 ounces of fluid. So the guidelines for rehydration are for every one pound lost in a workout, you should rehydrate with approximately 16 to 24 ounces of fluids. In addition, sodium is an important electrolyte lost in sweat. And in fact, you will lose more sodium than potassium in your sweat. And I want to give you an example of a common question I receive. So I'll often get asked, should I go ahead and drink coconut water um, as my rehydration beverage? I hear it's really great. Coconut water is fine to drink. The only thing is, is that the proportion of sodium and potassium is not the same as what you're losing in your sweat. It Coconut water actually has a high amount of potassium in it rather than sodium. So the issue with that then is, is you're getting a high dose of potassium, but you're not necessarily replacing the sodium, which you are losing more of in your workout so or in your sweat. So we want to make sure that we're getting in additional sodium some other way. So if you like coconut water and that's a helpful beverage that you tolerate well, that's fine. Let's just make sure then that we are eating or consuming sodium in other foods or beverages um, throughout the day. So we're making sure we're getting that sodium salt uh, met. Okay. Um, some athletes will use electrolyte powders that have that proper ratio of sodium and potassium um, that mimic our sweat loss. Um, you can utilize those types of products. Um, and like I said, you can also just incorporate sodium in your foods um, throughout the day that will help as well. Remember that the presence of sodium in liquids or foods help to retain ingested fluids, which help to optimize our rehydration. So that brings me to what are some sample meals and snacks that we can eat that will have that 30 grams of carbohydrate and approximately 20 to 30 grams of protein? Because I'm all about practicality. If we're going to throw out all these numbers, we have to know exactly what to eat to reach these goals. So the easiest after a workout could be a protein drink, okay? Um, it hits all threes of the R's for recovery. It hits carbohydrates, proteins, and fluids in one e easy package. And a lot of times what I find with my athletes is that after especially a hard workout, uh, our appetites are somewhat suppressed. And so for a lot of my athletes, they find that a protein shake is, is the easiest, quickest, and the most 
easily tolerated. Um, so for example, one drink that I like, a protein shake that's a ready to drink that I like um, that has both carbs and proteins in it already is the Fairlife Core Power Protein Shake. It has 240 calories, 28 grams of carbohydrate, and 26 grams of protein, and it contains sodium as well. So the great thing about that one is that it has carbs, protein, sodium, it's already liquid. Um, so you can just take that and you're good to go. Um, other options uh, that a lot of clients of mine like, you know, Premier Protein, which has about 160 calories and 30 grams of protein, but only four grams of carbohydrate. If you want to have that, you'd need to pair that with something with carbs. So for example, one banana is 30 grams of carbohydrate. So if you did your Premier Protein Shake with a banana, you would meet your your goals there for those numbers. You can also just make a recovery protein shake yourself. You can get whey protein powder or other plant-based protein powder that you prefer. Um, you can mix that in with some uh, added uh, fruit. For example, one banana would get you the uh, 30 carbs. You could add in berries. You could mix it in with Greek yogurt or milk to get some additional carbs or even uh, throwing in some oats um, to get those additional carbohydrates. Uh, you can make overnight oats, um, one third cup of, of dried oats. You can mix in whey protein powder, pair that with milk or yogurt and top with berries. That'll help us reach our 20 grams of protein and 30 grams of carb. You could have, for example, two eggs with one slice of toast and one tablespoon peanut butter with some banana slices on that toast as well. That would get us um, to our 20 protein and our 30 carbs. Three ounces of turkey or chicken breast because per one ounce of meat, we're getting seven grams of protein. So if we have three ounces of turkey or chicken or any other animal protein, we would get to 21 grams of protein. And you could pair that with, for example, like a half cup of cooked quinoa or brown rice and maybe some steamed vegetables and fruit or fruit um, to get our carb needs met. You could do three-fourths cup of cottage cheese topped with some fruit. You could do Greek yogurt topped with walnuts, chia seeds, and berries. That would get us to our 20 grams of protein and 30 carbs. You could do two ounces of deli turkey or any other deli meats and one ounce of cheese stick. That would get us about 20 grams of protein. And then pair that with some whole grain crackers and a piece of fruit. That would get us our 30 carbs. Um, another idea, and I even posted this recently on my Instagram and my TikTok, um, you could do turkey chili or even chicken tortilla soup, crackpot chicken tortilla soup. So if you get about a cup of beans, great thing about beans is they contain just in a half cup, 15 grams of carbs and seven grams of protein. So if you do, you're able to eat one cup, that would be our 30 carbs and 14 grams of protein. And if you throw in two to three ounces of uh, ground uh, turkey or chicken, we'd get that additional boost of protein to meet our protein goals. So these are all some examples of ways that we can actually really meet those number goals. Because like I said before, I hate getting numbers thrown at me without actually understanding how much food do I need to eat to reach those numbers. So any of those examples would be great recovery uh, meal ideas. So I just want to also um, mention, I'll get questions too about, well, listen, I'm earlier out after surgery. Do I need to be adding in additional snacks? And as I've covered in previous episodes, once we're getting to four to five times a week of an hour or more, um, and maybe you're feeling more tired or you're feeling you're not recovering properly, then if you're not timing your workout to be around meals, that might be where we start having to focus in on throwing in an additional snack or two in the day so that we get these additional grams of carbohydrates and proteins in so that we are able to recover properly. So I just wanted to comment on that in this episode as well, because I do get questions on that quite a bit. 
So I'm so glad again that you joined me today for episode three of the Active Bariatric Podcast. Um, I hope that you found today's information helpful. If you wouldn't mind, I'd love it if you would like and subscribe to this podcast and give it a review because that helps get it out in front of more people. Um, If you're beginning an exercise program, you have specific fitness goals or training goals, maybe you're wanting to build more muscle mass, or you want to start training for an endurance event, but you just don't know exactly how to eat or fuel properly to meet those goals, please go ahead and go to my website, www.activebariatricnutrition.com. You can learn more about my one-to-one bariatric nutrition coaching services, and you can schedule a call with me and we can go over your goals. You can also find me on social media. Um, I'm on Instagram, Active Bariatric. I'm on TikTok. I have a Facebook community. And I have a new YouTube channel where you can watch all of these podcast episodes in video format. Um, You can watch them each week when we post those. So check out the YouTube channel, Active Bariatric Nutrition Channel, and subscribe and like it if you wouldn't mind. So thanks again for joining me. I'll talk to you next week. Take care. 